Chris Barsby must be excited. Your first Inner Dominion series. Uh, you're pumped. Good morning. Yeah, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, absolutely excited. Uh, you know, probably not what it used to be, the Inter Dominion, but still, at the end of the day, Steve, it's an Inter Dominion. So uh, if you're not going to get yourself up for a series like this, uh, you're in the wrong business. So naturally, I'm excited and excited for a number of reasons. The fact that it's, you know, here in Brisbane, but we've got a terrific chance of claiming it in our own backyard. We've got the series favourite and leap to fame. He's the pin-up horse and hopefully... He'll get the job done. So really looking forward to the next fortnight. Brad Steele, the chairman of Albion Park. Jerry Daffy, got a big team on with us this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And Brad's going to set the scene for us now. Of course, uh, he is the chairman of the Albion Park Harness Racing Club. And if you think I'm excited, Brad's doubly excited. And he joins us now. Brad, good morning. Morning, Chris. You're absolutely right. I, uh, I've already been down the track at about 7 o'clock this morning just to, to make sure that uh, everything's in order. So I uh, cannot wait. Absolutely got the butterflies in the tummy. Have you looked at the weather forecast for today? Uh, I know Tony Turpin, our track manager, regularly looks at it. Uh, I looked at the sky this morning and it was blue skies. Um, so I'm just going to bank that that's what's going to continue. But as you know, summertime in Brisbane, we are, um, sometimes we do get those late thunderstorms that come and go. But fingers crossed, um, it'll stay fine for, uh, for, for today. Yeah, it is the first day of summer officially, being December 1, and this has been a long time in the making for whatever reason, but we're back in Queensland with an Inter-Dominion series, but more importantly, back at Albion Park, the first time since 2001. Exactly right, Chris, and, and looking back um, in some of the stories back in 2001, you know, Albion Park was written up as the best best track in Australasia, and, and I think what was exciting to people back then, it was the first time that Albion Park had actually hosted an Inter-Dominion grand final. Uh, this will be the second time for us. In fact, I think it's uh, it's, it's 51 years now since um, Queensland first hosted the Inter-Dominion and now this will be just the seventh time. But we also have the Inter-Dominion in rotation in 2026 as well. OK. All eyes are going to be on Leap to Fame, as I said earlier. He's the, the local star. He's the pin-up pacer. Can he get the job done here in 2023? Yeah, I think he, I think he can, Chris. Uh, he's, a, he's an unbelievable stayer. Uh, he's had a bit of bad luck, you know, in a couple of the starts. But I think with any amount of, or no bad luck, I think he absolutely is the is the one to beat. And and probably his uh, his half brother is probably the hardest, the hardest mm. for him to beat. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. Just the symmetry as well. The last time a series staged here in Queensland, 2009, down at the Gold Coast, Blanks of Fate was the, the pin-up horse chasing three straight titles. He went under. It was the former North American, Mr Feelgood, who was co-owned by Kevin and Kay Seymour. And now they've got the favourite for this year's series and leap to fame. And you think back about 2009, they went in as the Hunters, and, and this year they're the Hunted. So it's, uh, it's interesting how it all plays out. Yeah, absolutely. Kristen, I think uh, back in in 2010, I think Blacks of Fake uh, made history. He became the only uh, horse to win four Inter-Dominion Grand Finals. And I, I don't think I'll ever see that repeated, certainly in my time in harness racing. But, you know, you never say never as far as Leap to Fame is concerned. And, you know, Kevin and Kay have enjoyed, you know, significant success. And you're right, it's an interesting play this time. Um, but they're actually out in front rather than, uh, you know, sort of coming from behind. So... But I could expect that, you know, uh, it's still going to be an incredibly competitive carnival, irrespective of the fact that, you know, the two headline uh, favourites are, are Swayze and, and Leap to Fame. All the heats are still going to be very, very, very competitive. Mm. Brad, it's Steve. Just in relation to picking you up on something you said there, you said the Indian's coming around again to Queensland when? Yeah, Steve, 2026. So where will uh, that be? When, I think we've got two options, if I could put it that way. I think... Um, 
my personal view, I think Inter Dominion belongs early in the year. I think it needs to go back to the traditional time, which would be Winter Carnival, um, and then transfer the Blacks of Fate to, to the Summer Carnival. So I think if somehow we get that happen, I think the next Inter Dominion in 2026 will be at the Creek during the Winter Carnival. Uh, as I said, that's my personal opinion. Failing that, um, the prospect then is to have it at the new normal complex, which, um, you know, the rough sort of date, date there is October 2026. All right. So, yeah, because I've been saying, you know, this is the last series at the Creek, but maybe not. It could be. Yeah, it could be, but maybe not. As I said, it, there's still, you know, lots of discussions to be held. And it's just my personal opinion that if, I, if it were up to me, I'd be having uh, the the Inner Dominion in uh, winter here in Brisbane in 2026, uh, which is the traditional uh, time slot, and really take it back to the proper Inner Dominion where you get a lot of Kiwi horses uh, competing as well. Yep, that's what we're all hoping for, no doubt about that. Uh, just as far as, you know, getting along to Albion Park, whether it be tonight, Tuesday night, next Saturday, Saturday week, and grand finals night, December 16, uh, how do we go about that? Yeah, sure, Steve. Well, uh, firstly, if uh, on grand final night, if you happen to be at the Gallops meeting, uh, BRC Gallops meeting, we'll have a courtesy bus taking people from uh, the Gallops to, to the Indian grand final. Uh, there's also people can get a train uh, to the Albion train station. There's a little bit of a walk uh, from from the train station, but also there's public transport with buses uh, going uh, past the um, uh, past the creek on a, on a regular basis as well. Heaps of uh, public car parking uh, as well. I'm sure you know we've got plenty of space there for for people to come along. And there's also a number of buses that are also transporting people from uh, from the Gold Coast. Right, a lot to look forward to. And uh, just with the Trotters, so we had the Trotters back in 2001. Take a moment. That really set him on a, on a, big, uh, on a big stage and uh, we all know he became one of the all-time greats. Take a moment. The star power with the Trotters here, Brad, at the moment is enormous. The two best Trotters in the country are here. Just Believe, defending champ, and Queen Elida, who's taken all before her this year. It's great that we've got the two best Trotters in the country at Albion Park. Absolutely, Chris. I think it's going to be a fascinating series. And take a moment. Um, I think from memory, he actually made his Australian debut uh, in the Inter Dominion series back in in 2001. And I think this year also, it's probably worthwhile uh, noting too that we've also got Mary's Law, and Mary's Law is a past Inter Dominion winner as well. So we've actually got two Inter Dominion uh, winners, uh, trotting winners, in in uh, the carnival this year. Right. Uh, the other one that I just wanted to touch on, uh, the Albion Park Harness Racing Club have announced a new race for, for next year's Winter Carnival. It's called the Proto Star, and as it stands right now, it is going to be the richest race staged in Queensland. It's going to be a slot race, and it's a two-year-old race. What's the interest like at this early stage, Brad? It's been really strong, Chris. We really only started pushing the marketing uh, at the start of this week, um, and I know I've had lots of inquiries. I know Racing Queens, and I've had lots of inquiries. And I think at last count, we may have had uh, six to seven applications already lodged in the first week. So, very confident that it's going to be oversubscribed. Uh, a lot of people are saying it represents uh, great value, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be oversubscribed by the time it closes, which I think people have got until the 15th of December to lodge their applications. Okay, so five locals, five interstate New Zealand uh, slots are up for grabs. Yeah, basically there's two that goes to a sponsor, there's three that will go to Queensland uh, entities and then uh, the other five will go to um, people at random, random uh, just be drawn at random. It sounds exciting. Look, it is, Chris, and as I said, I think, you know, owners are dreamers and, you know, the two-year-olds races are, 
uh, are fascinating and I know you know owners like to get an early return on on their investments so we're providing that opportunity opportunity for them uh, and as you said it will be the richest race that we'll be conducting there but that also challenges us to you know to keep working on some of the other support races that we've got as well but um, and we're hoping that people will come along they'll invest um, they'll get a good return and they will reinvest that money uh, back into uh, to our yearlings. All right. Well, that's just down the road. The uh, the protos are coming up next year. The focus right now is night one of ID twenty three. Can we put you down for a Larry Lager tonight? Yes, Chris. I, I'm not a I'm not a, a beer drinker as such, but um, <laughs> I have had a can of Larry's Lager already, and it tastes like beer to me. Um, others <laughs> with much more discerning taste might might argue with me, but um, uh, the sales for Larry's Lager has been quite strong early on. But I, I suspect it'll only catapult from here and I went down this morning and Larry's can bar is all all set to go and fully stocked. Is it cheaper if I say Larry's lager over leap to fame beer or? <laughs> no pretty much the same price Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great um, concept it's something very unique isn't it you know people it's like Peter Ty gave me a Winks can of beer I haven't opened mm. it yet I'm, I don't know if I should open it one day but um, yeah I've got a couple well, of those think... Larry beers as well. Well, I, 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 what I'd suggest Steve is you buy two cans one that you can drink uh, and the other one you can keep as a as a keepsake. Um, oh, but then I'll get and, the uh, taste for it. I want more than two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got plenty of stock. Uh, you don't need to stop at two. Um, but, yeah, it's a unique concept. I don't think it's been done, certainly in harness racing, before, and I think it's a great keepsake and it's a great way for us to celebrate. How do you go about you know, doing something like that, you know, getting a company to make beer? Yeah, Steve, there's actually a local company uh, at the back of the, the uh, Albion Park complex near the Brothers Rub Union Club uh, called Hoppers. Um, so you can go to them and... Uh, you can select the sort of beer that you want um, and you provide obviously all the marketing collateral and they put it all together for you. So you go and do a little taste test and say, yep, that's the that's the one that we want um, and away we go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Very easy. Uh, we'll also have some interesting merchandise too. Speaking of something that's different, uh, we will have a little bit of uh, interesting merchandise that's different from the traditional and the Dominion merchandise, which uh, we should release in the next uh, in the next week as well, now that we, we know what horses are, are making up the uh, the fields. Oh, Give right. us something. Well, yeah, it could be, you know... Leap to fame jocks thing. or something? Or? <laughs> well, I'm not, not quite sure how popular they would be, but um, no, no, it's probably safe to say it won't be, won't be that, Steve, but good thought. <laughs> we'll keep the eyes and ears open. Hey, we'll see you at trackside tonight, Brad. Yeah, can't wait, Chris. Good on. Thank you. Yeah, maybe Swayze socks. Who knows, Chris? Yeah, who knows, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be worth uh, keeping an eye out for. And as soon as I get the info, I'll pass it on so we can uh, get that uh, that ball uh, rolling along. But the other thing too, Thirsty Merck performing on Grand Finals night, December 16, and one of their big hits, Steve, in the summertime. So rather fitting that they're going to be performing on Grand Finals night, December 16, because it is summer now, officially. Uh, that uh, rolled over early this morning, so uh, they might be able to build out that big tune. Yeah, but that's that's news, isn't it, Chris? I mean, this you could be calling another Inter-Dominion series at Albion Park. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, sounds yeah. like it. It's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of talk at the moment, Steve. Um, Breeders' Crown night was last Saturday night. There's a lot of talk about... Uh, what, what does the future hold for the Breeders' Crown? And there's a lot of talk at the moment as well about where is the right spot to host the Inter-Dominion. So I think it's fairly clear-cut. This time now is not the right time because we're alienating the Kiwis. And as we know, the Inter-Dominion's all about that trans-Tasman rivalry. So if Brad's right and he's looking at the Winter Carnival, it gives the, 
the the opportunity that uh, Australia and New Zealand and that fierce rivalry can uh, you know uh, renew itself and uh, we can have a, a proper series because when the Kiwis are involved, it's just so much better. Jared Daffy's with us. I'm sure he's been busy this week. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. There's a lot of shorties tonight, isn't there? There is. There's four at around about that dollar ten mark. So quite clearly, they're going to be pretty popular in the legs of the quaddy, treble, all ups, uh, multis, etc. But um, there's been on the support program a couple of those races that aren't into Dominion heats. There's been some very heavily backed horses there. So we'll go through those as well. All right. Just as it stands right now, this could be a record low quaddy dividend uh, pending tonight because when you look at the quaddy, you've got Leap to Fame, you've got Swayze, you've got uh, Queen of Lighter and Just Believe. It could be a record low dividend. And I'm tipping there's a lot of people out there who are just going to go bang, 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 bang. Uh, so yeah. we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, it's going to be busy as far as the multis is uh, concerned tonight as well. Let's start with race two. So this is heat one for the Trotters. We've got Mufasa Metro 165, My Ultimate Eddie 31, Olivici 210, Zealous Spur 81, Constantinople at 10, Van Sank 31, Funky Monkey 31, Jacker Watch at 101. So it's all about two horses here, the Victorians, Mufasa Metro, Olivici. When they opened, they were $2 each of two on Tuesday. Uh, Mufasa Metro now into 165. It was 170 earlier this morning. So clear favourite, Olavici getting out to 210, and there's no interest in anything else there, Chris. OK, they've clashed nine times, these horses, Mufasa Metro, Olavici. Five times Olavici has beaten home Mufasa Metro. So just okay. a little stat to, to keep in mind there. Uh, race three tonight, this is heat one of the pacing series. We've got Targaryen, $81. Tommy Lincoln, 7 I cast no shadow, defending champ, 34 Northview Hustler, 41 Future Assured, $2. Uptown Beach Girls, 71 Rock and Roll Do, 260 Spirit of St. Louis at $5 and Canina Prov Lima at $101. Mm, bit going on here. Tommy Lincoln's been $4.40 out to $7. Uh, Future Assured opened at $3.10. Uh, it was $2.30 yesterday morning. This morning now $2.00. Uptown Beach Girl, $16 out to $71. Rock and Roll Do, $2.50 out to $2.60. Spirit of St. Louis got uh, some admirers, Chris, 6 into $5.00. But quite clearly that move, three ten into $2.00. It's been very heavily supported, Future Assured. OK, the money for the local there, Future Assured. He is a horse on the way up, no question. Race four tonight, which is heat two for the Pacers. Classy Washington, seven fifty. Captain Shuffles at $3.00. Miracle Moose, $151. Eliel Cool J, $51. Better Eclipse, $1.65. Better Zip at 7 Pete Said So, $21. Taylor Toll, Tizza Sizzler, both at $101.00. This is a little bit strange because the first two in the market have both shortened. Uh, subsequent to that, obviously, everything else is out the gate. Now, Captain Shuffles did open at three forty, got into $3.00, but the other one... Uh, there's a strong preference by punters for better eclipse. It opened at two. It was 170 overnight into 165 this morning. They completely dominate the market, but there's a learning there towards number five, better eclipse. Okay, better eclipse for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. Uh, race five tonight, heat three for the Pacers. This is the heat featuring Leap to Fame. Make Mine Memphis 41, Deus X 16, Hell of a 16, Leap to Fame. He's at $1.10, Narano 71, Can't Find a Better Man 10, Black Sedans 19, Send It 41, Speak the Truth $17. Well, he's $1.10, uh, that's what he opened at. There's been a sprinkling, and I mean only a sprinkling for Jewess X, 19 into 16. 
and Black Sedan's 23 into 19, probably more so with a focus on the place component for those two runners. But, yeah, it looks like well, he's expected to win. Fingers crossed he does. All right, race six tonight, heat four for the Pacers. Manila Playboy, $10. Swayze, $1.10. Hot and Treacherous, 15 Mr McLaren, 19 Turn It Up, $15. Tim's a Trooper, 31 Little Bliss, 151 Our Money Rocks, 31 Cosimo, $81. So Swayze, $1.10. Now, this is interesting. Everywhere I go or everybody I talk to tells me that of those $4.10 pops tonight, Swayze is the most vulnerable uh, particularly over the shorts and as we know he had that tough run in New Zealand but he hasn't moved and they haven't really la- launched into anything else I think that might come later in the day um, turn it up there's a bit of interest there at $15 but no move at the moment Chris but I, I think it'll happen later in the day if you like Swayze I suspect you'll be able to get a little bit better come race time tonight he, he couldn't start any shorter could he? well you wouldn't think so Yeah. there's too many, too many smart people prepared to say he can be beaten tonight over the 1660 so $1.10 no I I think he'll get out Okay, well that's race 6 that's at 8.21 it's a fascinating heat no question back to the trotters Uh, I'm going to turn it up because as I outlined earlier in the week Jared um, Jason Grimson's won the last two uh, pacing grand finals but he's yet to train a heat winner this is a different scenario with Swayze because He's won nine straight races since being under the care of Jason Grimson. He's won two Grand Circuit races, the Blacks are fake, beating Leap to Fame, and he won the New Zealand Cup. But, as we know, it was a tough tough run in the New Zealand Cup. They scratched him out of the show day free-for-all. He's had to make his way back from New Zealand, then rode up from Sydney to Brisbane, and it's a mile. He's only had the one start at the mile. That was his first start. He took, took him to Bathurst. He was able to score there. But if he's going to be vulnerable, surely it's got to be tonight, and there's so much power mm. drawn that front row... Turn it up's going to lead. Uh, I think he can make a, a bold bit of a victory. Turn it up. Okay, fifteen dollars. Mm. Uh, race seven tonight. He two for the Trotters. We've got uh, Sugar and Spice thirteen, Majestic Lavros eleven, Hatchback sixteen, Queen Elida at one dollar twelve, Adele ten, Powder Keg Call Me Trouble one hundred and one, Plymouth Chub fourteen dollars. So it's all about the Queen. It is. She opened a dollar fifteen, Queen Elida and. I didn't think that would be taken, but it was. A lot of multi-action through her uh, into a dollar twelve. Been that way for a couple of days now. There's been a little bit of interest in number eight here, uh, Plymouth uh, Chubb, another of the Victorians, 15 into 14. It's $2 for a top three finish, but, uh, yeah, it looks like it's expected to win. Queen Elida. All right. The final heat tonight for the, uh, the Trotters is race eight. This is heat three. And it's the shortest price favourite of the night, so we can tip you. You had to just believe he goes up shorter than what Leap to Fame does. He's a dollar seven. Majestic Harry seventeen. Funny Face eleven. Bully and Harry eighteen. Sir Fahrenheit thirty four. The Best Bourbon forty one. Gus sixty one. Maori Law ten dollars. So just believe has the honour of being the shortest price favourite of the night. And he shortened a couple of times. Uh, he was a dollar twelve opening market yesterday. He was a dollar and nine. And now he's into a dollar and seven. I suppose the trick with this one is, Chris, that he is the last of those four shorties, uh, and we do have a couple of odds, odds and other odds on pops through the night. So, if it all goes according to Hoyle and they win, there will be some sort of a liability on Just Believe, and he might just shorten by default. But a dollar seven currently, I can't really find anything else. 
that they want to be on uh, at a price to beat him. Mary Laws solid at $10. There's no interest there. Majestic Harry. Um, we always get money for Majestic Harry for obvious reasons. Uh, he's a $17 pop to win, but $2.10 for a top three. Just, just with Just Believe, it's an interesting one, as you said, for a number of reasons. So if one or two of these odds-on favourites goes under earlier in the night, the punters reload and really jump on board here with Just Believe. And the other thing is, as you said, with all the multi-action, he's going to be a big liability. Not really when they're a dollar and seven. If he was a dollar fifty or something like that, yeah, they can relaunch. Okay. But uh, at that price, that price rules a lot of people out, and that's why um, you very, very rarely see uh, singles bets or, or just a win bet on a dollar oh seven pop. But quite clearly, you can multi them up, which is which is the way that most people do it in this day and age. All right. These other support races, races 1, 9 and 10, the first race in particular, this is a ripping race. The favourite is Frankie Ferocious, two fifty, five dollars $5 Chiselled, $5 OK Boomer, uh, five fifty Mossdale Terry, and then nine fifty both a Rotor and Apollo Dreams. Is there a lead here? There certainly is, and it is Frankie Ferocious. He opened at three ten. He is now into two fifty. A uh, bit of interest in chiselled at five dollars. Some of those others, well, their price is nearly double. But yes, Frankie, Frankie Ferocious. Good luck calling that. Is the one they want to be on there. All right, race nine tonight. Big Skewy, uh, fresh off his mammoth run last week against Classy Washington. He's two twenty. He's the favourite. Five dollars Lightning Dan. We've got six fifty for both Obi Legal Holly's Stars. 8.50 love bite, and then we're going out to longer odds. Oh, I don't know whether the boys had a rush of blood when they put these prices up here, but he opened at $8, big skewy. Uh, Uga Chaka uh, was $11 in the opening market. It's obviously out, so there is a $0.07 cent deduction there. But every time I've looked at that price for big skewy, it's shortened. Now, it was 4.80 yesterday morning. It was 2.50 last night. It's into 2.20. Um, that's a pretty decent move. Yeah. He was huge last week in defeat, and the horse that beat him is a chance tonight, certainly a top three chance of, uh, you know, uh, running um, well in that Inter-Dominion heat. So good move there for Big Skew in the last race tonight. The favourite, Ark and Wicked. He's 2.30. Next in betting, $5 Bronski Delight. We've got five fifty Bobby Waterhouse first up from New Zealand, $6 Madrigal. Yeah, this is another one, Ark and Wicked. Now, it opened at 380. It was into 320 in the first 24 hours of betting. Uh, but even this morning, 240, now into $2.30. Uh, there's been a little bit of money for um, number nine, Bonnie's Dance, which uh, was 17, 18, back into 12. But another one of those ones outside of the Red Hot Favourites, it's been a big mover, Ark and Wicked. So if we're building a multi tonight, we've got so many options with a 10-race yeah. card. The, these support races, races 1, 9 and 10, I think they're going to be popular. Well, what I'm going to do here is, uh, for the purposes of this, is steer clear of those dollar ten pops. If, if you want to put throw them in or take them by themselves, well, by all means, go for it. But uh, the ones uh, that I've identified here, and there are four of them, uh, race two, number one, Mafasa Metro, currently 165. Race three, number five, Future Assured at $2. And the two that I mentioned in races nine and ten, race nine, number seven, Big Skewy at 2.20. And race ten, number four, Ark and Wicked at 2.30. All right, beautiful. So race two, Mufasa Metro. Race three, Future Assured. Race nine, Big Skewy. Race ten, Ark and Wicked. You're going to be part of the coverage tonight on Sky? I will be. Um, so we're, uh, we're on Sky Racing Active. I think we're on there all night from 
uh, around about 10 or 15 minutes before race one. Obviously, we'll join into the to the Sky uh, Sky One coverage a couple of minutes before each race. Got a big team there, uh, and obviously, one of the highlights always is uh, Brittany Graham's on track talk with the drivers before each race. We'll have all of the moves and just on those moves, Chris, um, the the markets to win the titles or or the yep. finals. They'll be open throughout the night. So if you see something that catches your eye or doesn't, those prices uh, will be there. They'll change, obviously. The, just on those, the trot, uh, just believe, $1.80. Queen Elida at three fifty. Olivici 7. That's pretty much it. Um, Mafasa Metro at $12. And in the pacing final, Leap the Fame at $1.80. Swayze three fifty. Really, uh, that's where the interest ends, uh, money-wise. Rock and roll do at nine, better eclipse eleven, and then we get out to twenty-one or better for the rest. All right, so you can check out those markets all day long for the finals. The finals coming through on December sixteenth. I'm going to leave you with a little stat. It will mean absolutely nothing, but right. I couldn't help myself. I went back through the the history books. Went back to two thousand and one, opening night of the series at Albion Park, and mm. like it is tonight, the heats were over the mile. There were the uh, the three heats for the Pacers. Holmes DG odds on, unplaced. Senior York, 7-4, unplaced. Shaker Maker, 7-4, unplaced. Added wow. again was able to score at 7-2. Believe this one. Courage under fire, 7-1. That was his SP, 7-1. Wow. And Pocket Me was able to win the other heat at 11-1. What was favourite then with Courage under fire being that price? Senior York, 7-4. Oh, yeah. So... Mm. I think well, it could be different tonight, Jared. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, I don't think that'll be the way it pans out tonight, but we'll see. <laughs> just one of those little quirky stats. We'll see you yeah. trackside tonight. All right, catch you there. Excellent. There's Jared Daffy joining us from Tab. So those prices are up right now. Go to the website, tab.com.au. And as Jared said, those uh, markets for the, uh, the finals, uh, December 16, they're going to be open all night long. So, Steve, we need to find some winners now for tonight's meeting. Hopefully it's easy tonight. It sounds easy. We declared, uh, w- uh, my name is Jeff and a few others. Last week, Ryan Spice. Yep. Let's see what he's got to uh, talk about today. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Mr Barsley. How are we? Very well. Is it as easy as it looks on paper? Uh, it's never that easy, Chris. We all, we all know that. Uh, but I do believe that three of the four shorties are total locks and... Yeah, Swayze is the one that I just probably don't feel comfortable um, popping in there just because I think he's short enough and he will drift. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier with Jared, potentially a record low quaddy dividend tonight, but you might just play a little wider in that leg with Swayze then? Yeah, I'd certainly be adding in Turn It Up for some insurance and also the pole horse, Manila Playboy, who since he's drawn so well, we know he's got a lethal turn of foot. If, um, if they overdo it and he was stalking them, he's certainly got a knockout chance. OK, well, let's go through the pacing heats and uh, I'll put it to you like this. Heat one tonight, which is race three. Future assured rock and roll do. They're firmly at the top of the betting here. Which way are you leaning? Yeah, I'm leaning future assured. I think this is his chance to, if he's ever going to win an inter-dominion heat, this is it. He draws the front row over the mile, which is his absolute pet distance. He draws inside of Rock and Roll Do. I think Trent Dawson will stamp emergent and push onto the top. Um, if he can go as quick as I think he can, you know, I really think he can just about um, run a 50 flat mile, might even, if conditions are perfect, I wouldn't be shocked if he broke it. Um, and that's just going to make Rock and Roll Do's job that much harder. Spirit of St. Louis, that's just such a tricky draw from where he is inside back row. I'm not sure what connections will do. 
but he's too good a horse to sort of totally discount. So, yeah, I'm definitely with Future Assured here. OK, we'll go to the next pacing heat, which is race four. Uh, Better Eclipse, he opened $2, yours for theirs. He's now $1.65. Are you surprised there's been a really strong push for him? Oh, no, he's a clear class runner, Chris. He's got the score on the board and his two prep runs for the series have been excellent. Uh, Greg will rate him perfectly, get forward to the breeze. He'll either sit there or if better if it comes, he'll get some cover. He's clearly the horse to beat. Do I want to take a dollar sixty-five? No. Would I be happier to take evens? Probably yes. Um, I'm sure Captain Shuffles will be stamped urgent in trying to lead them up here and get away with it. But um, I think again, the pole horse here, Classy Washington. If there is going to be an upset, it might come from him. Mm. The other thing to keep in mind with Better Eclipse, he's a sunshine sprint winner. And when you look back at that field that he beat last year, um, it was really strong. So $1.65, as you said, you probably don't want to take anything shorter. So for those that got the $2, they've they've shot well there. Uh, Leap to fame, he's a lock? Yeah, absolute yeah. lock. Pop him in all your multis for sure. All right. And what's your take on the Swayze heat then? Um. I'm quite sure Hot and Treacherous and Mr. McLaren are going to be doing all they can to get over and find the marker line. So that means Manila Playboy is going to have to kick up and try and come out as fast as he can to, to hold his position. I do believe, though, turn it up, will cross them. He mightn't cross them in the first hundred this time, but I do think once they get to that first bend, he will be running to the top. Um, from there, I imagine Camp Hart will make a move at some time, and I wouldn't be shocked if he runs to the front of the bell. Okay, so there is that possibility over the sprint trip they could hand over with Turn It Up. Yeah, I think Shane outlined it pretty clearly the other day when you interviewed him, Chris. Um, he's got to manage him through the series. So I think if Swayze gets there before the bell, that uh, he, may, he may take cover. All right. Well, they're the pacing heats. What about the trotting heats? Uh, a race in two, heat one, the Victorians, Mufasa Metro, Olavici. Which way are you going? Yeah, clearly this is my best of the night, Chris. I'm with Mufasa Metro. There's been a dollar eighty available all week, but I see he's um, turned off this morning into a dollar sixty-five. Uh, mile barrier one, good gate speed. He can lead for a very, very long way here. This is his chance, Mufasa Metro. Olavici looks destined to sit breeze. He's a great horse, but um, as we know, pegs is gold at Albion Park, so that's the way I lean. All right, Queen Elida, race seven, heat two, a dollar twelve. Uh, Sugar and Spice and Hatchback are going to um, both launch here without a doubt. John Justice sort of tends to only know one way. Um, so they're going to go quick early. Uh, I think Puppet will just pop into the running line and then make his move. And again, he'll be another one, I think, that'll probably ring to the front of the bell. All right, and Just Believe, he's got the honour of being the shortest price favourite of the night, $1.07 in race eight, heat three. Yeah, another for the multis, Chris. He's a, he's a total lock. He's a great horse, the series favourite. Um, he'll be leading and he'll be winning. Um, and there's lots of permutations for the for the placings behind him. But I haven't mind, minded Mary Laws a couple of starts back. I think from the perfect gate, he can stalk the leader and probably run second or third. Who's going to run the faster time? I know they're not going to be thrashed either. You know, it might be soft, swayze and leap to fame. Or whatever. Who's going to run the quicker time, in your opinion? I think the fastest heat will be future assured heat. The first heat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the other thing, uh, just tonight with the quaddy, so you're playing Leap to Fame. What, what would you take in that uh, uh, sixth race tonight, the first leg of the treble, Swayze's Heat? Yeah, I'd be happy to put in one, two and five in that leg, Chris. Okay, and then we finish off with Queen Elida and uh, Just Believe. So nice and simple. $3 for your quaddy tonight. 
Yeah, that's uh, the big spend. <laughs> Your best bet, is it Mufasa Metro? Yeah, Mufasa Metro, and there's one at the back end of the car, Chris, that I'm really keen on. Uh, race 9, number 7, Big Skewy, the war horse for Matt Elkins. Uh, he was unbelievable last week, sitting parked in 52, getting beat ahead over the middle trip. Um, they went up uh, a crazy price early in the week. They went up um, $7 plus. He's now into... 2.20 on all fixed odds markets, and I actually marked him odds on, so I still think there's a little bit of value in his price. Did you did you just pick yourself up off the ground when you saw $8? Did you think that was a typo? Um, well, this is what it's all about, Chris, paying attention and um, capitalising on those opportunities. Okay, so Big Skewy is a big go for you tonight. So Mufasa Metro, Big Skewy. If they salute, we'll be cheering. All right. Hey, we'll see you trackside later tonight. Thanks, Chris. There's Ryan Spice joining us. So two runners there tonight, Steve. Race two, number one, Mufasa Metro, currently at 165. And Big Skewy, uh, I think early shoppers, they would have been giggling, and they're probably still giggling. Uh, $8, he's now 220 and favourite. So a big move there for Big Skewy. Darren Clayton, he's been pouring yeah. over the form all week long. He's about to join us, Steve. Yeah, absolutely, of course. Cindy, you wouldn't remember, Chris, but if you didn't drink in the old days, you didn't like beer, <laughs> I used to say have a Clayton's. What's remember, that? Oh, it was like a non-alcoholic beverage. Remember mm -hmm. that, Darren? You'd know it very well. Yeah, it's a bit like me, Steve. It, it's got all the all the taste and all the uh, actual alcoholic flavour, but doesn't really pack a punch. <laughs> when did they stop making that stuff? I think you can still get it. Oh, really? Yeah, you just, it's in the supermarkets now. There's a whole range of non-alcoholic beers now in the supermarkets. What's the point, the, though? When you, like, yeah, wouldn't you just have a glass of Coke or something or a yeah. lemon drink? It's non-alcoholic beer. Like anyway. And, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand it, but uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people that do. Righto, let's get back to business tonight. Uh, heat one, and I'll go through them like I just did with, with Ryan. How do you see this first heat for the for the paces? We'll go straight to race three. It's, it's meant to be a race in two here, according to the market. Future assured, rock and roll do, rock and roll do. Open favourite, new favourite, future assured. Which way are you going? Yeah, I'm with future assured, purely off the off the mapping scenario that he gets across to the front and uh, he forces rock and roll do to sit outside him. And uh, after you spoke to Mick Stanley earlier in the week, he's you know he's confident that he can go forward. When you look at what they've raced in time, well, Rock and Roll Do certainly has, um, he's got that on the board, but um, we, we know what the difference is in finding the front at Albion Park, and we've seen Future Assured. He's really progressed through his campaign in the sort of the back end of the year. He, he went around in the Hayden in the race won by Speak the Truth. He finished midfield in that race. He was drawn inside the second line. He then had a freshen up, went around in the Q-bread, but since then he's just really stepped it up and he's got a couple of, um, you know, really slick times to his name. He won the Be Good Johnny Sprint in 51.8. He got a 50.9 mile off speed um, at the end of August. So uh, I think he can get to the front and just roll them along and rock and roll do. If he is to beat him, he's going to earn it. And then, of course, don't discount Spirit of St. Louis, just a, an awkward sort of gate from where he is drawn. So um, 
you know, he's going to be tucked in there behind at some point. I do note there has been another driver change. Luke McCarthy was initially listed on Targaryen. Um, Chris Geary now taking the drive on Targaryen. So, um, yeah, that just a little bit of change for the form guides if anyone was doing some early form there. Well, just with future assured, if, if he's ever going to win a heat of the end of Dominion, surely it's got to be tonight. It's his favourite trip a mile. He's had... Uh, a freshen up between runs and we know how good a horse he is fresh uh, and he can run blistering time over the mile and he's got the edge over his key rivals rock and roll do who's seven the outside of the front row and spirit of st louis inside of the second row interrupted preparation so he can really you know stake his claim here and in, in heat one yeah this is his his absolute prime opportunity to win a, an inner dominion heat as a four-year-old um to be fair to those drawn to his inside, Tommy Lincoln first up after a long spell has trialled okay. You got Targaryen in one, who's you know he's not super fast out, but uh, big big step up in class for him. I cast no shadow, the defending champion, um, probably you know an actual shadow of his former self and Northview hustler as well. So um, with what you look drawn to his inside, he gets across. Like you say, Chris, this is his prime opportunity to get maximum points. Okay, heat two tonight for the Pacers, which is race four. Better Eclipse, he's two dollars into one sixty-five. Uh, how do you see heat two? Yeah, I, I have Better Eclipse on top here, but it would be no shock to see Captain Shuffles win this race. Um, he gets the mapping advantage drawn down in gate two. Um, we know he's a speedster. Again, a, a bit like Future Assured, I guess. Um, if he's going to win a heat of this series, this is his. This is his opportunity. Last start winner in 51-3 on the front end. Um, he's got, you know, he's got blistering early speed. He can get across. He can take control of this. I don't think classy, classy Washington will be wanting to hold him out, um, uh, even if he actually could. Uh, where that puts better eclipse in the run, I guess, is the is the real sticking point, and and that's probably the only query on the on the odds on quote. But I think he should still be able to show his class. This is a horse that won the the Sunshine Sprint up here in Queensland last year. So, um, and his two runs this time in been really good. Overcame Gate Twelve at Bendigo over the twenty one hundred with a really solid run in good time and won the four and five year old championship at Melton two starts ago where he defeated Catch a Wave and Act Now. So um, I can see him winning this, but uh, this is certainly an opportunity for Captain Shuffles. Okay, what about race five? Leap to Thame, a lock? Yeah, lock it in, Eddie. Um, Larry's just too good there. I, he'll get across to the front at some point. There'll be a bit of early... Hustle there. I think Deus X is first to the fence and then he can release Leap to Fame and uh, he can just go on with it and he can try and um, just preserve him as much as he can, Grant, for the for the upcoming races over the next uh, week, Tuesday into Saturday. So, um, yeah, I think if there's, you know, Black's a dance. He's a track record holder, but Gate 7 does him no favours. Can't find a Metaban. He does have a... Um, a win over Leap to Fame at Albion Park on his record. Not many horses can boast that. Can't find a better man is one of those. So um, speak the truth first up. Not sure whether he's up to it first up and probably as the as they get longer in the distance through the heat series, he's going to be coming more into his own. But uh, yeah, I, I think Leap to Fame wins and Deus Ex can probably run a, run a placing stepping up.
Righto. What about heat four, race six, Swayze, $1.10? Uh, are you sort of starting to think that maybe he's vulnerable here in this heat tonight or you, you've got him past the post? No. I've, look, I've got him on top, Chris, but if there's any of the three rounds of heats that he's going to be vulnerable or where he can be defeated, it's this one. Um, off the back of the trip to New Zealand, gate two at the mile, um, some real speedsters drawn to his outside, turn it up, Mr McLaren, hot and treacherous, it can even try to just poke the nose a little bit in front of those to his outside early. Um, they'll all be wanting the fence first, so I guess uh, Angus Garrard on Manila Playboy, probably not quick enough out to actually dictate who he lets go first, so I think it's turn it up first and then I think Shane Graham hands up. It'd be a prime opportunity for him to look to take them all the way. I guess it just depends how much pressure in those early stages. Swayze, nine starts for Jason Grimson. Eight of those, the past eight, have all been middle trip or above. Um, the only trip he's had at the mile since he's been under Jason Grimson's care was his very first run for him at 1,720 out at Bathurst. So, um, you know, I think there's there's more in the favours of the others taking their shot than there is in, in favour of Swayze just, um, you know, blousing them easily here, I think. If he's going to be vulnerable through the series, tonight's the night, and I, I think he'll, he'll get out a little bit in price too. Okay. That's the pacing side of it, the trotting side of it. Just quickly, Just Believe, Queen Elida, yes, yes? Tick, tick. Uh, this first heat, are you Mufasa Metro or are you Team Olavici? I'm Team Olavici. Um, I really like this guy. I think he's really... Pr I think this this campaign, he's come back a lot better than he was at the at the tail end of his last campaign. Um, they put him away after the um, the trotting Grand Prix that Just Believe won. Um, few of those sort of finished ahead of him that are here in uh, so Mufasa Metro finished ahead of him on that occasion, but um, oh, the way he's come back this time in, he's I think he's just sort of stepped up to that next level again. He's the Kilmore Trotting Cup winner. He came off 30 metres there, come third in the Bill Collins Sprint behind Queen Alita and RC Phoenix. He beat Mufasa Metro home on that occasion. Um, it's just whether he gets across. I think. He can either bully his way to the front or, um, you know, try to try to sit outside. There's also the opportunity that they come out hard enough that he squeezes in behind Mufasa Metro if uh, he can get ahead of Jack a watch. So, um, you know, don't discount that as a play either. But, yeah, Olavici over Mufasa Metro for me. OK. Uh, we're talking about the quaddy tonight. So we're playing Leap to Fame. How do you play race six tonight, the, the Swayze head? Are you playing him one out or are you going to play uh, with a few others? No, I play with a few others, and I think uh, Ryan and I are, are both of the uh, same religion, the Albion Park religion. We're both going um, one, two, five in that set in that second leg. So Manila Playboy to to sneak through on the pegs, or turn it up to to sneak through. So one, two, five in that third leg, and the other the other three legs all one out. Three dollars last of the big spenders. All right, your best bet tonight. I'm striking early, Chris. I think the brother of Captain Shuffles, Frankie Ferocious, he can get us off to a flyer. Gate speed horse, loves the mile, got some really good times to his name and uh, I think he just steps it out in front and it'll be catch me if you can. 
All right, 2.50 about Frankie Ferocious right now. First of 10 races tonight, 5.48. The Inter-Dominion Heats are races 2 through to 8. So make sure you catch all the action, either being trackside or on Sky or listening in via Radio Tab. Hey, Darren, we'll see you trackside later tonight. Yeah, looking forward to it, Chris. Super excited for what uh, the next few weeks hold in store. And, yeah, another Inter-Dominion to, to tick off.